Hello, landing page optimization listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash. Next time you browse through iTunes or the Google Play Store on your smartphone, make sure to land on and download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app. Listen to new episodes of LPO every Monday or catch up on all the interviews featuring me speaking with the best and brightest conversion thought leaders of today. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile apps in the iTunes Store or via Google Play today. Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Landing Page Optimization expert Tim Ash is here to show you what it takes to create optimal landing pages. LPO brings you detailed case studies, opinions, and analysis from the leaders of landing page optimization. Now here's your host, Tim Ash. Welcome back. Uh, New and returning, well, I guess if you're new, you can't be returning, but new and returning listeners, I'm your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And this week, I have as a a special treat for you, a friend of mine and a frequent speaker on the conference circuit, as well as at our conversion conference event series, uh, Dennis Yu. Dennis, welcome. Tim, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, you're the CEO of Blitzmetrics and a former head of data, kind of a, a data analytics geek at Yahoo. Uh, tell us a little bit about, for, the, for our audience that, that don't know what you do, a little bit about Blitzmetrics. So we are measuring social ROI, tying what happens on Facebook with your analytics or Nielsen or point of sale or email system because we believe that things that occur through word of mouth will create impact elsewhere. All right. Well, let's talk about that because – I mean, we have a pretty hardcore audience, and uh, the bottom line for, for most of our listeners is the bottom line. Uh, conversion folks really care about making efficient websites or web experiences. And most of them, I mean, to be totally blunt, kind of dismiss the whole social media and Facebook thing as just kind of fluff. Well, what do you have to say to them? I love it when they say that because that means there's less competition for us. So a lot of guys, they, they think that lead gen isn't possible, right? Serious B2B stuff and social is not possible. Well, yes. guess what? Those people probably don't click on Facebook ads because we're all too intelligent for that. But they certainly will see the messages. They certainly will look at the interesting content, put in their email addresses, and we'll find is that when we nurture them on Facebook, they're more likely to open their emails. So the email program is made more effective by Facebook even if they don't click on it. So if you measure it the right way, you can demonstrate a lift. And this goes into attribution, multi-touch, that kind of thing. Okay, so what you're saying is you know, don't expect clicks or activity directly through Facebook. We're all just kind of numbed out to that. But the repeated exposure on Facebook is going to give you lift across other channels. There's multiple touches. So you're not going to get married on your first date. Or maybe some people will. But oh, you too still late have now. To You still have to track people all the way through. You have to figure out how you can nurture them along the way with light touches instead of fill out this giant form or buy my stuff right now. Like we do this, we do social analytics for Red Bull. I don't know if there's that many big brands here. They're probably not of the landing page uh, conversion types, but they know that if they nurture people in a certain way and, and nurture the right audience, that they're going to get more sales. But you can drive it all the way down to the individual purchases. And that's what's changed in the last year, especially with Facebook, where we can tie down to the individual users instead of saying, oh, we just believe in exposure, so let's just spend a lot of money on brand and hope oh, that that's Okay, it. all right. So, so, so basically I, what I'm hearing is that you and I can agree on one thing. Anybody that's doing this strictly for quote-unquote kind of branding purposes and to, to fly the flag, 
um, or you're just collecting useless likes with, uh, you know, kind of promotional stuff or is, is probably not, you know, being accountable enough, uh, or is that going too far? No, that's absolutely it. There's a top of the funnel brand sorts of people and they like looking at unaccountable metrics. So if you're a CPG player, you're selling sugar water or French fries. Sure. But if you're a hardcore SEO, PPC, conversion, cost per click, you know, return on ad spend, cost of conversion kind of person, then you want to know that this is driving ROI incrementally. I know I have to spend a dollar, get by $5, whatever that ROI is. With Facebook, it's possible to do that. But the only way to do it, like we've talked about before, is to split test, to nurture one segment and to not nurture another and measure the difference. It's not going to be in a direct click conversion. I like the sound of that. Whenever you start talking about scientific testing, that that has my full attention. And but the next natural question you're going to get is, you know, what the hell are we actually split testing, or or how do you do that? So can you give me an example in broad terms of how Facebook uh, split testing would be done? It's obviously not a direct thing that's built into their platform. Yeah, this is something where they need to build it in. So you start with what your goal metric is. Are you trying to affect your email open rates or the number of brand search terms on your name or the conversion rate on a particular product or the Arbitron or Nielsen ratings? Let's say you're in media or the number of phone calls that you generate. Take whatever that goal metric is and then you have to segment. You have to split test by a particular variable. The easiest one to use is email address because then you can just split them into 50-50 or 80-20 or however you want to randomize. And then you measure in your – wherever you're measuring your goal, as long as you can tie back to that email address or that geography or that time of day or that zip code or that product – you can measure a lift. So that's where... Okay, all right, wait, well, let me, let me stop you right there. So the relationship, I mean, I, I know you're a, you're a super user of, of Facebook and their interface. You guys actually pull data via APIs from them. But uh, for most of us, kind of great unwashed and uninformed, like myself, um, the tie between email addresses and Facebook campaigns isn't that obvious. So what do you mean you, yeah. you split test by email? Yeah, so you have an email list, and you're emailing them. And you know that, on average, if you've done a lot of testing, when you drop an email, you're going to get this open, this click, and these many people buy or fill out the form or whatever. Right. So you take that list, and you, for sake of simple math, let's just say you cut it in half. So half the people into the test, half the people into the control, just like sugar pill versus getting the treatment if you have a, some sort of drug, right? The blue and pill or the red pill, that's, that's right. right, just like in the matrix. You see where the, the tunnel goes. So the, the folks who get the Facebook nurturing, you upload that list to Facebook, and it's something called a custom audience. And it's something that's free. You don't need API access. It is a Chrome extension, so that's why you have to use Chrome. If you're, gonna, if you're a Facebook pro and you're not using Chrome, I call BS on you. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, besides, this is just for the administrative part. It's not like your visitors yeah. need to be using Chrome. This is just for you to do this. You need Correct. Chrome. You as a marketer trying to drive conversions, doing your email marketing, this is why you can't be a good social media marketer unless you understand email and are managing email and all of that because you're focusing down to very, very specific personalized messages times different audiences, right? So you take that audience, you load it up to Facebook, you're probably going to get a 70% match rate. If you're doing B2B, maybe a 20 or 30% match rate. And then that's the audience. So let's say you got a list of 100,000. Meaning that Facebook is aware of those people as unique individuals. 
will match against. So let's say your email list is 100,000. You break it into 50,000 and 50,000. Of that 50,000 that's in the test, you might get 35,000 that will match on Facebook. Facebook will come back and say, oh, this is how many we matched against. Then of those, you're going to set up either a post where it's, hey, come buy my stuff, or better, you're going to nurture them with all the stuff that you're just normally saying on Facebook, not new ads, not anything new. You're just making sure that they're seeing your stuff, whether or not they click on it. You're just... Just want to make sure that particular audience is seeing your stuff on Facebook because it's matched that email list. And then you measure in your next drop or over the subsequent days or ideally you warm them up for a couple weeks. And then you say, and then you look at the performance of those two different segments. Okay. So basically, you, let me just get this, summarize this, if, see if I have this right. So you, you upload your list. There's a certain percentage of those get matched. Those get put into a campaign and you're going to do whatever activities you're going to do in the campaign, whether it's you know, paid ads or um, you know, whatever you're doing to message them on Facebook or to connect with them on Facebook. And, and then, okay, then what happens? Well, how do you compare results? Then you're gonna, I think we only have a minute before the break, so if you can... Yep, we'll get there in one minute. You're going to measure your total lift is two things. Your direct lift is what happens when people click on your Facebook ads. They come to your site, they buy, they do whatever. Your indirect okay, that lift... That has a benefit, obviously. Of course, but it's going to be usually low. Your indirect lift is how it impacts the number of people who are more likely to open your email, the people who are in that test segment. So you'll see a difference. We often see a 700% return on ad spend. In, in other words, if we see a hundred percent ROAS on on the direct, usually direct, and now, uh, ROAS. Let's just uh, you know debunk oh, the alphabet soup. Is return on ad spend? You know, for every dollar you spend on ads, what do you get in terms of revenue value back? Right, and usually the indirect lift is going to be six to ten times higher than the direct lift. So on a direct basis, people say, oh, it doesn't convert because I'm messaging them when I'm Facebook. That's intense loud, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. not hitting my CPAs. No, but they convert later. So it, it actually, Facebook will help these other channels. So you have to split test to measure the impact in those other channels. All right. Well, we're unfortunately up against uh, one of our commercial breaks. Uh, but when we come back, we're going to talk some more with uh, Dennis Yu from Blitzmetrics. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Are your online campaigns getting more clicks than conversions? Then you need to sign up for Conversion Conference East 2013, happening September 30th through October 2nd in Boston. If you want to start increasing revenue and stop wasting money, you ought to be at Conversion Conference East 2013. Discover why Conversion Conference was selected as one of 2013's must-attend conferences by Under 30 CEO and why over 900 leading companies send their marketing teams, web designers, and executives. What's more, webmasterradio.fm listeners get a 10% discount on their pass. Simply register online at conversionconference.com with promo code WMFM or click through the Conversion Conference banners on the webmasterradio.fm website. Wouldn't it be nice to invest less and convert more? See you at Conversion Conference East 2013 in Boston, September 30th through October 2nd. Sign up with promo code WMFM for 10% off registration right now at conversionconference.com. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. 
Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Hold on to your white hat or black hat. WebmasterRadio.fm is ready to take you behind the backlinks. We're digging and scraping past the surface of everyday news and views of search engine marketing and dropping our proverbial anchor text on the important issues affecting the industry with our panel of search engine insiders. Behind the backlinks. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. On demand, anytime, inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, CEO of Site Tuners, Chair of Conversion Conference, and also host of this show. Uh, I have my guest, uh, Dennis Yu, today from the CEO of Blitzmetrics. And Dennis, we were just talking about this notion of split testing via your own email list uh, on Facebook. So it sounds like that's kind of a precondition uh, for Facebook testing. So that, that, again, goes to the importance of building and growing your email list. Uh, Can you make some comments on that? So it is impossible to measure ROI in social unless you are split testing. And the item that is going to drive the highest ROI in social, like we've talked about before, is uploading your email address in the Facebook. Now, what's interesting is that the conversion rates tend to be higher, and people will look at that and say, wow, I found gold. I finally figured out how to get Facebook to convert. What they don't realize is it functions very much like retargeting. You know, retargeting where the ads follow you around. Hey, here's a hotel. Here's some shoes on Zappos. Yeah, kind of like minority report style. So you're targeting people who have already raised their hands, who already are midway down the funnel, who are about to buy, who are your best customers, and you're just just getting them to buy more or convert a little bit better, right? Yeah, you're skimming the cream from people that have already shown an interest. So this is the equivalent also of brand terms. So if I'm looking for landing page optimization, I want to hire a firm, and I type in site tuners, I would argue that that is not search. I'd argue that that's navigation. And the same is true with social. If you can take your best customers and make sure they're seeing you in multiple channels, so they're seeing you in email, but maybe they're not opening email as much anymore, but they're seeing you on Facebook, that's going to cause a lift. The key is how do you measure it? So we've been talking about doing split testing so we can measure what the difference is between those folks who were being nurtured by your messages on Facebook. I didn't say advertise. I say nurture because you're not trying to say, hey, bye, 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 versus those who are not seeing your messages on Facebook. Okay, all right. Well, let, let, me, let me stop you right there because that's an important distinction. Most people are still thinking probably at this point that okay, Facebook means I'm hitting them with those annoying Facebook or well, just regular ads along the right side of the feed. That's not what you're saying. When you talk about nurture and non-advertising content, give me some examples of that. What are you doing on Facebook to influence people? 
So Marketo has their photo bomb Friday, right? And they post something that is funny that marketers can say, ha, 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 you know, the, the, there's an ape at the aquarium or, or, you know, at the zoo who's making a face behind the little kid. And that has nothing to do with marketing automation software. But when you have a lot of light pieces of content like that, then you get people to engage, you get them to share, especially with Facebook because we're doing this in the news feed. We get social context. Imagine I see something that says, George and Tim both like this. And Tim commented, LOL, I would love to join you guys for dinner there or some, whatever the social context is. Now, all of a sudden, it's based on trust. If I see an ad that says, hey, In-N-Out hamburgers, 20% off, that doesn't carry any weight for me. Or if it says, hey, the best hamburgers, I don't believe that. But, right, because that's just a claim. But here you're, you're using social proof or mm-hmm. as Robert Cialdini coined the term and, and influencing them by saying, okay, if your friends like this, that's a shortcut to your own decision making basically. So if you're a search marketer, you're used to having only a couple different knobs you can pull. The keyword, the time of day, what you're putting on, the placement. But with social, you have the connection with their email list. You know whether they are a fan or not. You know if they are a friend of fan, if they're married, if they have a car, what kind of car they have, how old that car is, if you bought cough and cold medication in the last six months, what their job profession is, how much money they make. You have all of this information, even right cash register, point of sale kind of data. You have all of these things to be able to create a very personalized message, even if you don't have your email list segmented, right? So when you upload that email list, you can start to segment mm-hmm. it based on Facebook's data, even if you don't have that segmentation in your own email. And then you can personalize, throw it in the news feed, tie it just to people who are fans or people who are friends of fans. If you upload that list, I'm going to guess for the average person here, 10% of that list is going to be a fan on Facebook. Well, how about those other ninety percent who aren't fans? Why don't you get them to become fans, right? Because you okay. okay so them. yeah, so yeah, so basically, if you can get them to do go down that slippery slope of saying in public that they like you, then they will then realign their actual personalities and behavior to be consistent with that public statement that they made of liking you. So there is value to liking; it does influence behavior in and of itself. It doesn't mean anything, but you're saying go after more of your convert more people on your list to being fans, for example, as an intermediate step. A lot of us have talked about the value of influence and word of mouth. Conceptually, we've talked about that. But now you can measure it because I know that if there's a certain audience and I'm looking at the friends of those fans, I know how many people I can reach. And therefore, when there's messages that say, Tim Ash likes Blitz Metrics, and I target that against other people who are interested in analytic software, who do landing page optimization, then I am spreading your trust and credibility, and I'm leveraging that for myself. And that's why if you don't get participation, if you don't put out good content, then this cycle doesn't work because we're really amplifying word of mouth. We're amplifying the good feelings that our users and our best customers have for us. But now we have to measure it, and this is what we're saying with this split Split testing technique, you can, you can now measure every aspect of this. Okay, so let, let me um, give you, but in, again, in terms of uh, the specific content that we'll be doing, uh, uh, nurturing with, maybe we can shift, you know, obviously consumer brands uh, maybe have their own set of things they'd be doing. Business to business would be different. Can you give us some you know, typical examples in those two spheres or e-commerce of what mm-hmm. you might be doing besides the cute cat pictures and the that sort of sharing? Is there anything in a more educational that's useful or more promotional? How far can you push that envelope? 
So you have to look at your analytics, and I'd like to start with Google Analytics or your Omniture to see how long the funnel is between when they hear about you all the way to when they buy. And we like to break that into top of funnel, middle of funnel, and conversion at the bottom. So we call that tofu, mofu, and bottom of funnel conversion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bofu? Yeah. Bofu all right. All right. And so you put content in each of those three buckets. So there's certain things that you say to people to get their curiosity, or it's the same thing as the Ida funnel, right? And there's certain things you say to collect their email address or to get them to a webinar or to get them to try your product or to get them to do a free demo or, or come in and, you know, whatever it might be, and certain things where you try to seal the deal. So you can, if you segment your email program properly and you have triggered campaigns that send out different messages based on what they've done, you know you can just take that same logic, that same timing, and copy it over into Facebook. So if it's working, if email's working for you, it's going to okay, work. Okay, so, so if a reminder one week before a webinar that there's a webinar works with your mail list, then you should be doing a little uh, targeted or amplified post on Facebook a week before your webinar as well. Everything that you do in email, you can do on Facebook. Plus, you can hit people even if they're not in your list. And you can hit them with social context because Tim Ash likes it. That's the difference. So, okay. So what, what about, uh, I mean, this has always been a, an issue with, of course, attribution uh, is offline. So let's switch to the consumer world where you're talking uh -huh. about cross-channel, people walking into stores or picking up the phone. Uh, mm -hmm. we, we, we'll probably pick this up after the break in a minute, but I just want to give your take. Can you measure uh, with reasonable fidelity those kinds of actions? There's four ways to do it, and we'll go into de more detail after the break, but I'll just say first is a direct conversion where you've got a coupon code or there's a tracking link or an affiliate code. That usually means you have to have an incentive. That doesn't work as well, and it doesn't capture the full effect like we talked about. The second one is a geo-split test or a zip-split test where you measure what the impact is because of pass-along and sharing. This is if you run a TV ad, for example, and you know mm -hmm. that this causes other people to talk about it. So we'll talk about more ways to to measure this offline data logics too, which is probably my favorite in terms of purchase behavior that's tied down to the user level. All right. Well, let's, let's come back and explore those after the break. And I also want to talk about the fact that you are a crazy ass risk taker. What is this about swimming in San Francisco Bay, the Alcatraz shark fest without a wetsuit? Are you some kind of nut job? I am. All right, we'll figure that out in two minutes after a word from our sponsors. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. 
If you're constantly struggling to find more customers, revenue, or hours in the day, Infusionsoft can help you have the business you've always wanted. For over 10 years, Infusionsoft has been helping business owners just like you find the financial freedom and peace of mind you've been searching for. I'm Scott Martineau, co-founder of Infusionsoft. If you're struggling to find more customers, more revenue, or more hours in the day, Infusionsoft is the proven solution you're looking for. Infusionsoft, the only all-in-one sales and marketing software created specifically for small businesses. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Affiliate Buzz, on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, CEO of Site Tuners, Chair of Conversion Conference. And today I'm continuing the conversation with my friend Dennis Yu uh, from Blitzmetrics. Dennis, swimming with the sharks in San Francisco Bay without a wetsuit. I feel like Harvey McKay. That was one of those <laughs> where you swim in the water. I think it's something like 58 degrees, and it's actually a lot colder than you might think. Oh, I can't that swim. No, no, that's already and- plenty cold. I, was, I had hypothermia. I was in the medical tent for an hour and a half. But you know what, Tim? I made it, and I survived. And I feel like online marketing is the same thing where you have to try out new stuff. Sometimes you get burned. Sometimes you get hurt. But with things like Facebook, there's so many new things. You have to just jump out there and try it. Okay, but there's a difference. This was self-inflicted. You knew <laughs> everyone else had wetsuits. There's a calculated risk. PPC is a calculated risk. Vegas is not. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, a campaign going south is not the same as dying of <laughs> hypothermia. But all right, well, there's, I guess, there's, you're on, on more on that bleeding edge of survival that uh, I'm not willing to get that close to. Uh, all right, Dennis, so let's, let's go back to uh, offline accountability. So just recap very quickly the four methods for getting phone call or in-store or other kind of offline accountability and how to track that. There's two forms of direct tracking and two forms of indirect tracking. Direct tracking, you have a link or an affiliate code or something where you usually have an offer, which is contest or promotional oriented. Not everyone wants to do that. And if you have certain kinds of services like your personal injury attorney, then why would you have a special? It doesn't make any sort of sense. So right, or, or if you're doing a, a free subscription, there's not much more you can do to incentivize yeah. people for, uh, with a, you know, that if you're already giving away a free trial as part of your freemium business model. Yeah, and giving away iPads and nonsense like that is not a smart thing to do in social, even though it does tra- drive traffic and vanity metrics. So that's the one kind of direct. The second kind of direct is just seeing traffic that comes through your Google Analytics because Facebook.com is a referral 
or certain keywords that are related to that. And that's usually a little bit higher quality, but it's going to be really low volume because people, when they're in Facebook, they typically don't leave. You know, the, the rats right. check in, but they can't check out or something. Yeah, like walled, walled garden. Yep. <laughs> and then there's two kinds of indirect lift. One is the split test based on an email address, which is tied to the individual user. That is the most accurate. That is statistic- statistically sound. And the second kind of indirect lift is splitting by a particular variable, like let's say zip code. We've done something with Power 106, which is a big radio station in L.A. and Viacom, where we've been split testing by different zip codes to see if we can impact the Arbitron and Nielsen ratings, and you certainly can. You can split test. Let's say you're a local merchant. You can split test by a handful of stores. Some stores you nurture versus not. If you're a merchant with only one location, then you're going to run your Tuesday special, like every Tuesday you have your special or whatever it might be, and every other one you're going to nurture on Facebook and see if you have more people coming in. Or if you say, hey, you know, mention Tim Ash and we'll give you 15% off or a free dessert, right? There's, there's different ways of doing that. But the indirect is, the reason why I put that in the indirect is that you're going to get a lot of pass along. So, you know, Denny's, they'll run something where they get a, you get a free Grand Slam, Right, the right. Super Bowl commercial, and not everyone who comes in and gets a free Grand Slam saw that. They heard from other people that if you come in on this particular day, you get a free thing, or on Seven Eleven. Okay, so that's why it's indirect because they're not reacting to the original kind of uh, signal or or thing on Facebook. They're hearing it by, and that's the power of amplification and word of mouth and everything else we were discussing earlier, right? And that's a perfect summary, a perfect way to wrap these concepts here. So when someone hears. That on 7-Eleven, if you come in between the hours of 11 a.m. and 7 p.m., you get a free Slurpee or Ben & Jerry's free ice cream day or whatever. There are some people who initially were exposed to that message or knew about it. But if your content is good and if you amplify it through advertising to the most influential people, then you get this pass-along effect. That's what they call it in TV is a pass-along well, effect. Virality. That's what we, we all strive for, right? Is in I hate the word Viral, you know, I met a bum a couple days ago and he said, hey, I can make you. He had sores all over. <laughs> I, said, I, can, I can make you viral, and I said, ah, get away from me. I'll give you a dollar. Go away. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, all right. on that note. That's- okay, so, yeah, but this, so this is actually – but this also gets around the problem of the folks that don't necessarily have a big email list. So if you just – um, you know, you you're hitting a certain geographic area. You take the odd numbered zip codes and run them in a campaign and exclude the even number zip codes. You can in fact tell the effectiveness of that without even having an email list. Isn't that right? That's a huge point, and the majority of people who are on the show probably don't have giant lists. I know we're used to working with big brands, but certainly the chicken and the egg in social is if you don't have an audience, then you know what's the sound of one internet marketing falling in the forest? You've got to have, <laughs> got to have the momentum. So uh, well, wait, wait, more, more to the point, I think is uh, you know what, what's the sound of one internet marketing marketer shivering in a medical tent? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I couldn't resist. I put on 50 pounds of fat since then, so I feel like I could swim that with no problem. Before, I was thin, and it, it was great, but now, no problem. Well, well insulated. Well done. Uh, well, you know, Dennis, unfortunately, we are running short on time here. Uh, for those of you that want to hear Dennis, come to one of our upcoming conversion conferences in Boston. For fans of the show, WMFM is going to get you a discount off of the registration. I believe it's a... It's uh, either $100 or 10% off, so go to conversionconference.com. We'll see you in Boston September 30th. Uh, Meet Dennis. Talk to him at the roundtable lunches. I would love to pick your brain for days, my friend, but unfortunately, we're out of time. Thanks so much for being on the show. 
Hey, thanks, Tim. Thanks, everyone. And we will see you on the flip side. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.